everybody, welcome to episode 297, take two. Colby, are we recording? Yes. See, what we should have done is just done 298, and then 297 could have been like a secret episode. A secret episode that never got released. It's like the it's like the silence at the end of a uh, like a like a uh, like a hidden track on an album, like when CDs were a thing. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you own a CD player? In my car. Hmm. I have a like a physical one. Like I have a boombox <laughs> that we bought. It's not. I mean, like to say it's a boombox. It's it's like <laughs> teal, <laughs> and it's kind uh, of round. <laughs> I instead picture you something like the Beastie Boys had on their shoulder. Yeah, it's it's not I, in a in a less politically incorrect time. No one would have referred to it as a ghetto blaster. Um, it's it's. Did you ever see the uh, RSL boombox? No, dude, this thing was awesome. I'll send it to you. Okay, Colby's going to send that to me. No, mine's like, I said teal and made fun of me. It's actually kind of like a, maybe like a lilac-y color, kind of blue. I don't know. Periwinkle. Periwinkle. Um, it also has a tape player in it. It's great. We bought it so we could go to a drive-in movie and uh, hear the audio. Like, t- 20 years ago? 25 years ago? I think we saw... Um, Pearl Harbor, if that gives you like a like the actual place or the movie. No, no, like the movie with Ben Affleck. Um, you didn't that... like go to Pearl Harbor and I like, did not go to Pearl Harbor and... your head like it was say anything. I did not. People are just I... confused. Like, what is he doing? No, it was it was nothing like that. Um, but yeah, it was you know it's alright, and I've moved it with me ever since. Like, <laughs> but but it was mostly because I had three cassette tapes that I wanted to rip the audio off of and I did that like two weeks ago so now I have absolutely no reason to own a boombox. Were any of them Flash Beagle? Uh, None of them were Flash Beagle. One was a recording of my Bonneville Junior High uh, band concert and one was Bonneville Junior High's choir concert. So it was like me and Brooke in Junior High. That could have been lost media. It would have been fine. Nope. I put it on YouTube so everyone in the world could hear it. I probably am up to like Let's see, I listened to it. Maybe Brooke listened to it. We might have had like a third friend listen to it. We're probably up to three, maybe four listens. So, yeah, I can't monetize it though because apparently even though it was a junior high band playing it, like the the algorithms can recognize that it is in (laughs) fact, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That boombox is dope, Cole. I would buy that. That's very cool. Uh, wow, it's $400. I would not buy uh-huh. that. <laughs> but it's it's still very cool. All right, that's enough about that. My watch just asked me if I'm hungry for... Shumai? Oh. I don't even know what it is. And the picture does not help. Um, Yelp is like shouting out, do you want this food you've never heard of? Anyway, that's not what we're doing. We're going to talk about video games. Colby and I have played some. Oh, Dylan's not here, by the way. He's on his way to Norway. So, I... He's going to go be a Viking, I guess. They don't have an extradition treaty. We'll tell you about it later. (laughs) Uh, Talking about what we've been playing, um, we'll tell you some news. Some of it from this week, a little bit of it from last week. I guess maybe I I, I didn't really address the take two. Um, Colby and I did an hour and 45-minute podcast last week, um, and I remember to hit record for about the last... 
minute and a half of it. Like literally we got to the, like, Hey, we're bite me podcast. You can find out more about us at bite me podcast.com. I'm like, Oh no, there's no recording button going. So, uh, sorry. Like we weren't going to do it again. Um, we've, we've done that in the past where we like screw it up and, and like, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It like, first of all, I mean, like it was already like nine o'clock at night for me. Um, which is pretty much my bedtime these days. Um, but also like they're never as good when you've already done them once you, you lose all the spontaneity. Like I'm trying to make the same jokes. It just doesn't, just doesn't work. So anyway, we got, uh, Microsoft says Sony is keeping games off of game pass, which that's great. Like fantastic for them. Um, Google Stadia made an announcement about something that wasn't Google Stadia shutting down, which is kind of confusing, but we'll see. What did they release a press release? It was like, Hey, we're still here. (laughs) My favorite thing is is like two weeks ago three weeks ago maybe there was this huge rumor that stadia was shutting down and they literally had to issue a press release saying like no no we're i no, i promise we're we're still here ish uh nintendo has been reported to the nlrb that's bad uh and then last week's news there was not much news this week it's probably actually best that we ended up having to like pull over some news because otherwise um it would have been a very short podcast uh there's a new thing that's kind of like Steam Deck, but for streaming, and it's coming from Logitech and Tencent, which is weird. Uh, nobody, like literally nobody, like if you have a friend that says they're playing Netflix mobile games, they're probably lying to you. There's there's a very, very good chance that they're lying to you. Uh, so I want to counter that. All right. It said, how, how, what percentage is it? It was less than one percent. It's it's like a million people. It is actually like a. Yeah, I was gonna say it's they a, have two hundred ten million subscribers. I actually kind of wonder about the, uh, because it did say that it's it's less than one percent, but that it was like a million people and they have two hundred fifty million subscribers. I wonder if they're only available to, um, like an their American audience because wow. they don't have two hundred fifty million subscribers in the, the United best States. Best country. Is it? I mean, you've been to the doctor. It's great. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, your Xbox X Series S. <laughs> Ooh, that was great. Your Xbox Series S. Nothing to do with your Xbox X, actually. Happy birthday, Josh! <laughs> Yesterday? I no, mean, it's today. It's, well, I know, but it's dropping tomorrow. So No, it actually drops Thursday. Thursday. Happy birthday, Josh! Two days ago, I, I just was, opened Facebook. I was going to use that for like a, like a segue call. Well, you ruined yeah, it. You should have told me that. Uh, anyway, your Xbox Series, I could have put it in the show notes. You wouldn't have known because you don't read them. That's uh, why I said you should have told me it, Cliff, not you should have <laughs> had me read it. Your Xbox Series S is going to run just a little bit faster. Look, we got there. Uh, and uh, a, a video game publisher, which I am not going to use their name right now, um, because that spoils the, the fun, I guess, uh, is changing their name to something else. And it's... It's different. It's not It's not better. <laughs> That's foreshadowing. Uh, we've got questions from Turn Down for What? Rich Deacon. Uh, looks like he, you know, he, he has two. Good man, Rich. Uh, LNS has one. Rich has another one. And then we got one uh, squoze in this week from Monotone Screaming. We got some cheap free games from Epic from Epic. Xbox Game Pass. Actually, uh, I, I noted the games leaving Game Pass because there was a number of, of Game Pass games leaving in like two weeks, and they're some of them are very good. If you didn't have a chance to play them, you might want to. So, 
Uh, I don't. I don't think you have time to play all of the very good ones. That's how many good games are leaving in like two weeks. Um, PlayStation Plus. Like, I don't understand how PlayStation Plus works. Um, apparently, they don't add games month to month because I think all of these games just became available or or will become available this week. So I, I don't. I don't claim to understand how that works, but that's fine. We got some humble bundle stuff. We'll talk about all that. But first, Colby is going to tell you about. Paradise Killer. You beat Paradise Killer, Cole. I did beat Paradise Killer. I'm so proud of you. Um, it's a really good game. Um, and actually does make some sense once you get into it. Nice. Um, so basically, and I'm going to try and kind of explain this, and All I right. may be wrong. Um, there are like a group, and it's like the Syndicate, and they are immortal, I believe. Though they can be killed, so I don't know. It's basically they just can't be like, like I don't know how their immortality works. Um, mostly immortal. Yeah, mostly. Like I guess they live forever. Um, kind of. So they're like is, turtles. Like they'll live forever unless yes. someone stabs one. Yeah. Okay. And so then there's a council, um, and in this, so like this, there's like gods that they worship because of their immortality i think and you are a detective who has been in exile for three million years oh wow um, and you were brought out of exile because the council has been murdered all um, of them. there's there's four members of the council or five i don't know some members of the council and in one night they're all killed and you eat you have islands and you're basically they're trying to make like the perfect island um them and peter and Thiel. and like demons keep um like infesting the island so they have to move to different islands and so there's been a you know demons have come and as they're going to move like the the night that they were moving the island the council gets killed so you're supposed to come down and solve the murder um also there's like they kidnap like normal people sure um so that they can sacrifice them uh to the gods yeah um it's basically like chattel slavery kind of yeah um because i like they're just normal people just that at the end they have to murder them to appease like gods. Um, but so you've got to go through this Island and find all of the clues. You've got to go interview people and be like, Hey, you know, have you heard anything? And you've got to like befriend them so that they'll tell you different things. And I say this in that you don't have to do any of this. This game can be beaten in under 10 minutes. In fact, that is one of the um, achievements. Did you go back in and do it? I did. <laughs> it took me two tries, but on the second try, I got it. Nice. Um, yeah, you like you know at the at the end of when I beat it, it I was like twenty five hours in, and so like you know the judge who is like you know the person who's judging all these people is you know like so you know tell me who you think did it, and you're like oh it was this person, and you know what's the evidence, and you're like you know here's this this person said this and all this thing like oh okay interesting. If you beat it in ten minutes, you just like talk to him and you're like i have it solved and he's like okay and he's like who did it you're like this person like what evidence you're like i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> okay do you have any, do you have anything to like you know back up the you know this claim no not really okay <laughs> like you know <laughs> but uh yeah, no, and so you, you're going through the island, you're finding all of the, you know, the clues and, and just stuff like that to, you know, figure out who killed the council. Um, and it's it's really good. Um, Interesting. I very much enjoyed it. Um, 
it's like it was one of those games that when I first started playing, I'm like, this is weird, and I don't know if I'm gonna beat this. And I literally hundred percent at the game. Um, so I would highly recommend it because I think it just kind of flew under everyone's radar. It's been out, I yeah. think, a little bit on the PlayStation and Steam, but yeah. it just came in March to the Xbox. I know when uh, it was released. It was released as kind of a like a game that had gotten some kind of buzz on PC and PlayStation. Like it's not I don't think it was like under the radar on those, but it may be under the radar on Xbox. Um, I see even on PlayStation, I, I hadn't heard of this game yeah, really. I hadn't either, but anyone. I know that's kind of how they sold it when it came. Like I, a bunch of articles are like, oh, a, re- a game that a really cool game that has been on Xbox is coming to Xbox. Like I think, I mean, my guess is that kind of has an audience. Um, so, yeah, it's real interesting. Like I don't, I mean, I don't know if I've ever really played a game like it. Um, yeah, I played, I played the, what is it? The Ace Attorney games. Yeah. Um, but like, I literally don't remember a thing about those. So it may be kind of like that, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and like, you can get it wrong, I guess. Um, because there is a lot of like, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to beat this game. And, uh, every single time I'm like, I'm going to beat this, you know, game, like, you know, the person I'm talking to is like, oh, yeah. And one more thing. Here's this incredibly incriminating evidence on someone that you did not like even consider. I'm like, well, damn it. Now I got to go talk to them. And that person was like, no, nah, it wasn't me. But like, have you considered this? I'm like, no, I'll go talk to that person and visit this place. And uh, so, like, if you're not doing that, you can find evidence that points towards yeah. someone. You can also kind of hold back evidence if you're like, I like that character. I because like the the you know thing is very much these the you know whoever is convicted will be executed by you. Jesus. And and so like <laughs> if you're like, well, I like that person. I mean, there's some people you're like, good. Like I don't like that. But like you can just you know say like hey i think it was this you know like even if you know it's that person if you don't present that evidence or or instead point towards someone else you can because like i accidentally picked the wrong thing um and when i was going through the trial and i'm like oh crap and so i had to like start over yeah Um, so but it's it's real interesting interesting no it sounds good sounds real good uh i've been playing more ghost recon breakpoint Nice. Uh, still fun, you know. Uh, killing libertarians. I don't know who the bad guy in this game is. <laughs> it's like a Elon Musk stand-in. I think. I don't know. Um, I can't think of anyone better with which to hunt down with special forces. <laughs> I don't know his like you know self-driving uh, uh, like drones don't like bump into things and light on fire and run over kids so you know are you sure i haven't seen them okay they mostly shoot at me oh yeah. um yeah, not optimal but uh i've been playing that and still real fun uh then after i beat paradise killer i'm like what do i want to play <sighs> and i'm like house flipper <laughs> like i'm like i enjoyed uh Oh, power wash simulator. So let's see how house slipper is. And the answer is like, it's, it's real good. It's going to suck me in and I'm going to flip houses, I guess though. I I've only flipped one house. Like there's a lot of like little, like 
I don't know, you start off as kind of a handy, not handyman, like a contractor kind of thing. And someone's like, hey, I need, you know, you to paint this. And so you go to their house and paint their walls. Or I need you to come over and clean up all this trash, fix some outlets and install some stuff. You're like, okay. And so you go and do that. And like, man, I wish the prices in this game were true to real life because I would be switching my occupation immediately. Like I painted someone's house today and fixed like two outlets and made, I think, $22,000. Dang. The house I sold only cost $47,000. Are you, are you licensed and bonded, Cole? I think so. I don't know. I'm working out of a shack. So. <laughs> it's it's that, you know, that old thing you hear about, you know, they spend so much time fixing other people's houses that they have to live in a shack. I didn't, I, I fixed mine up a little bit. Um, I didn't fix the bathroom because I didn't know how to do uh, tile, but I figured that out right before I came onto this. So I'm going to, I actually just bought my new house, uh, my new like, cause you work out of your house. And so I you bought flip. a house to, to not flip, but to make my own home. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. This It was currently on, or it was previously on fire. So it's, it's a real fixer upper, you know, depending on where and that is, I'm going to point out that I bought this house that had previously been on fire for, I think $38,000. Um, when I was looking for a house, um, <laughs> I had found one that I'm like, oh, that's a real good deal. And it had previously been on fire. It was still $157,000. One of my, one of my favorite TikTok accounts is a guy who every day does a TikTok of showing the most expensive house that sold in LA County and the cheapest home that sold in LA County. LA County and the most expensive is always like 17 million dollars it's a huge mansion with 37 bathrooms and you know whatever they're always gorgeous and the most inexpensive is always like still half a million dollars Uh usually they've got like no front door the house has visibly been on fire (laughs) there's like fencing around it to keep out like kids and vagrants like it's still half a million dollars so the house across the street from me. And like, I want to say like, I don't live in like a bad neighborhood. I don't want to say that, but like for Utah, I live in one of those, like if you tell people where you live, they're like, Oh, you live in the bad neighborhood. Yeah. I think, Um, I think the city you live in is big enough that there are parts of it that aren't great. Um, Yeah. But I I mean, I still think it, it is considered like a bad neighborhood. It's like Rose Park. Like Rose Park is fine, but let's be completely honest, Cole in like, say 2000, 12 it did, it did, did have a higher murder capita murder rate per capita murder rate than los than angeles la yeah. yeah i mean there was um, only two people it's a very small it was three city. it was a three <laughs> yeah. it was a it was a murder suicide <laughs> murder suicide <laughs> anyway per capita um, is a weird way to do things but uh the house across the street from me and granted it is big enough that they could put a second house on so Ooh. that is why it is expensive it is seven hundred thousand dollars um, the house that's there currently is 70 years old. It is two bed, one bath, $700,000. Utah real estate is such a joke. <laughs> oh, gross. I don't gross. look across the street and go like, oh yeah, that's three quarters of a million dollars right there. But huh. yeah, makes sense to me. All right. Uh, I played a little bit of garden story, um, Woo! but not a lot. Great. I am a great, um, still good. I opened up like the third area in that. Um, I like, I can't decide if like the game's not holding my attention or if just like, 
I I start I keep getting like doing other things on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Um, and it turned into a Mormon housewife. Yeah, I, I am. I'm doing genealogy. Um, I wasn't gonna say anything, but uh, I will. Yeah. Uh, it just like it's distracting, and like how, I've been. How many of our ancestors owned slaves? Um, so far, I've only found one. Um, and it's not like I'm, I haven't actually done the the uh, work myself yet, so I'm not sure if they did or not. But I have found a number of them that fought uh, on <laughs> on the bad side. No, 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 the good oh, side. The good si- so, well, the well I mean, it depends. I, relative. I live in Florida now, so I have to legally call it the War of Northern Aggression. I'm going to uh, point out that Utah was, in fact, a slave owning, uh, you know, state. Really? We sided with the Confederacy. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm also going to point out until real recently, uh, we had a Dixie State University. And <laughs> Southern Utah is still called, you know, Dixie. I uh, I was at a pizza cool. place. You want to know the guy who named that? He owned a couple slaves. <laughs> I was at a, uh, a pizza place here um, in the city, just kind of south uh, east of where I live. And uh, there was a sign on a door for like a Civil War reenactment thing, like big, you know, like Confederate flag. I'm like, all right, whatever. And they're like, go to this website for more information. And the the website that was for more information is like an official War of Northern Aggression. It, 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 it's like a it's an official Florida like tourist website maybe and they're like the civil war was fought by people of many like colors and creeds for a variety of reasons i'm like i what's the main one i i was a history major for two years at the college level and i do not remember anything but one of those (laughs) well i mean there were it was just there was a real big main one Anyway, it's about states' rights, Cliff. You know, <laughs> one right in particular. Particular. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Let's talk about Patreon. You can go to Patreon right now. Uh, Patreon.com slash Button Podcast. You can subscribe to uh, us, give us a little bit of money, and uh, we'll make your dreams come true. Um, I believe, as long as your dreams are like, Two listening white to bald guys talking about video games. If your dreams are very specific and encompass that, then I can make your dreams come true. If it's something different, I'm open to negotiation, but we might have to put some like different levels up there. So yeah, we'll, you know, we can we can talk about that later. But anyway, if you are a producer level patron, we say your name once a week. I'm not going to, that one's, I, I saw that one immediately, Colby. I'm not going to say that. I know. What you need to do is start adding two so I see the first one and then miss the second <laughs> Just one. like a real obvious one. <laughs> what do they call that? Like, uh, there's, a, there's a name for that. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, thank you to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon for being our producer-level patrons. We love you and all of our other patrons. Again, go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Um, as Colby was saying earlier, it is uh, Josh's birthday. You probably remember him. He was on an episode with us maybe... I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, some number of weeks ago. Um, and it is his birthday to, today. Not the day you're listening to this podcast, but Tuesday, uh, August 16th. <clears throat> We're not going to sing, are we? We are not going to sing. 
All Josh wants for his birthday is he needs four more people to take the survey for his his college project that we talked about on that podcast. So if you, if you don't remember what we're talking about, go back to that episode. I do not remember which episode it is, but it can't be more than five or six ago. Listen to what he has to say about that and then go to bitemepodcast.com slash survey. Take a survey. If you want to do like a little bit of extra good, he would love to interview you, I'm sure. So that is all Josh wants for his birthday. Um, help help a fellow Bite Me Podcast listener out. It's like, you know, I don't know, 15 minutes of your time. It is really, really not a big ask. <sighs> It's his birthday. Come on. All right. Uh, Colby? Uh, yes. Uh, you have to You have to help. I don't have to do anything. News. All right. Extra life. No, we're skipping extra life for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I in the show notes, Cliff. We can talk about extra life. Uh, we are going to do a fundraiser on, let's see. Is it to buy me that game that you want to play uh no um actually so so anyway it's called it's cliff's deathathon it is going to be saturday september 10th probably from like eight to oh, you should only drink kill cliff or cliff kill let's let's see energy oh, that's a great idea i could probably find some kill cliff energy drink yeah do you think they would sponsor you i mean you're giving them kind of short notice but it is kind of short notice but i could i could i could reach out that's like two weeks from now that's that's not a terrible idea. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's the Cliff's Deathathon. I am going to play probably Elden Ring for, I don't know, eight hours or so. We'll have to see how long it takes me to throw a controller through my, my monitor. Um, that'll probably be the end of that show. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was I was reading, though, call it like the way that like co-op works in that game is not like... It's not like, hey, I start a game and invite you to multiplayer. It's like you set up a server with a password and then you have to go to this place and like set down a summoning stone and then I can summon you into the game. But like if you go out of cer- certain places, it kicks you out and I have to resummon you. It sounds like a monster. It's, it's really more for like, hey, y'all, I need some help. Um, not like, hey, let's play co-op together. But there was just a, a new co-op patch put out that might make it different. I should probably just buy it and uh, and kind of see how it works. Because I my, my guess is that, I don't know, is that cheating if I like practice up a little bit beforehand? Or do I need to go in just like... No, you're bad enough at games that it'll be fine. It won't matter at all. Like I'd start a, I'd start a new game for the, the Cliff Kill-a-thon, uh, the Death-a-thon. Um... Yeah, we'll have to see. All right. Uh, anyway, that's extra life. All the money for that is going to go to extra life. We're gonna we're gonna get some. We're gonna kickstart our extra life campaign this year, starting in uh, early September, kind of as a celebration of uh, you know extra life and episode three hundred, which will be um, actually probably that same week now that we're running a, a week later. So episode three hundred now comes out on like. I don't know, September 5th or 6th. So right in there. Anyway, uh, that's that news. Um, Microsoft. So there's a, there's a, there's a lawsuit going on. Um, like it's weird though, because it's happening in Brazil. Um, so like Sony and like Brazil's like, I don't know, uh, like the SEC in Brazil, but that's obviously not what they're called there, is trying to look into whether or not the 
the the Microsoft Bethesda, or I'm sorry, the Microsoft um, Blizzard Activision uh, things should go through. And I don't have any idea why Brazil would have any ability to stop that at all. Um, but like they're they're taking it seriously enough that like there are lawyers talking about it. Um, and and so this is one of the the things where like Microsoft made the claim the other day that like Call of Duty is really not that big of a deal, guys. Like <laughs> it's you know, I don't I don't know if I'd say that that's like a an important game in any way. And and plus we're going to let people on PlayStation have it anyway. And I mean, like even me, a person who does not care about Call of Duty at all, has to admit that Call of Duty is a pretty big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like you've because of this lawsuit, there's been some interesting um facts coming out. Like like the other I think yesterday they released that uh in the previous generation of Xbox and PlayStation. So like the PS4, Xbox uh one generation, PlayStation outsold the Xbox two to one. So pretty big, you know, gap. Um but specifically what we're talking about right now is that Microsoft uh, claimed during these proceedings that uh, Microsoft's attempts to expand Game Pass have been hampered by Sony because Sony pays blocking rights to developers um, that prohibit them from adding games to Game Pass and other competing services. Like, they will literally, like, they, I don't think that that's stopping those games from coming out. These aren't, like, exclusivity deals. They're, we're not saying this game only They're comes, saying they can't go to Game Pass? Yeah. you Your game can come out on Xbox, but it can't come to Game Pass. And I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of crappy. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I don't I don't know I mean like I don't know if there's any way that I can prove whether they are uh, right or not but I mean that's that's kind of a I don't I don't like that I, like I don't like exclusivity deals either um, but like I like Game Pass a lot it makes me mad if I find out that Sony's making it so I can't play more games on Game Pass that's what I'm saying call so. Anyway, uh, Google Stadia call. It's still around. Um, Woo, I guess. I, has anyone started a, like, is Google Stadia dead yet.com so I can just go every day to find out if Google Stadia still exists or not? And if not, should one of us make that website? <sighs> Seems like a lot of work. It's true. It's true. Um, anyway. Like a Twitter would be easier. And just every day you tweet yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Yes, no. Okay, yeah, that, that does seem easier. Um, so apparently, Google right now is testing launching cloud games from Google search results. So in theory, you would be able to like search for a game on Google, and it would give you a result that would just be a play button. You click that play button, it would take you directly into Stadia to play that game, which is, why didn't Google do this <laughs> two and a half years no. ago? I, <laughs> I I love the idea of Stadia so much. I still, I still distinctly remember the first time I tried Stadia and was like, my God, this is amazing. I cannot. Like, this is the future. And then, like, Google somehow managed to, like, trip over themselves 85 times and launch something that I have not played in two years because it's just, 
dumb, but God, like, what a great idea. Like, even if it was just, even if it was just, um, demos, even if it was literally where you could just say, Hey, I'm curious what this game is. Log into Stadia, play it for 15 minutes. I don't, I've got to think that Xbox and PlayStation would pay for this. I've got to think that, I mean, Xbox probably could just do it from xCloud and I guess PlayStation could too, but you've got to think that there are developers, big, you know, the the Activisions, the Blizzards, the Ubisoft that would love for their game to have a 15 minute demo that people could play right from a search result. It's crazy to me. Or like a button that you can embed in your website. Like how many indie devs would love to be able to say like, hey, just go play a demo of our game right now from our website. And I just, yeah, I just don't understand why Google can't get their their stuff together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's because they don't care. It could be they don't care. According to this article, apparently xCloud is the same way. You can actually go straight from a browser, a Google search result into an xCloud game as well, which is great. So I don't, I don't know, man. It just seems like Stadia had such a great idea and then just... Like, have you ever gone golf golfing and you like whiff the first no. one and you're like, well, you've, oh. you've like, you've gone driving, you know, you've gone, you've held a golf club and flunked it at a golf ball. Um, <laughs> like 30 years ago, yeah, it's long enough ago. Um, and like you, you whiff your first one. So you're like, I'm not going to whiff my second one. And then you whiff that one. And then Stadia just did it like 48 more times in a row. And it's just like, it's, it's embarrassing. I mean, I don't because I'm good at golf. Yeah, I think that's why I stopped golfing because I'd been golfing for like eight years and Colby had never been before and he was better than I was. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Nintendo um, is not not having a great time. <laughs> uh, new labor complaint has been filed with the National uh, Labor Relations Board. Um saying that uh, they have uh, essentially used retaliation, uh, discipline, firing people, coercive rules in order to uh, stamp down uh, unionization efforts, not necessarily at Nintendo, but at Nintendo um, contractors. And Nintendo uses a lot of contractors. We've talked about this in the past that like, most of their QA is contractor based. Um, and it's weird. Like you can only work for 10 months because, uh, and then you take two months off and then you can maybe get a contract again. Um, but apparently. I remember that. That was like a weird thing. Right? Yeah. I, I actually have some, I won't say friends, but I have some acquaintances that have done a lot of contract QA work. And it's pretty common that you have to take two months out of every. 12 off um, because otherwise you start becoming an employee and like then they have to god forbid that yeah happens. i mean you gotta pay people insurance benefits and, stuff. and yeah time off instead it's cool if you can just treat them like um cattle is cattle the word i'm looking for <laughs> yeah it's it's fantastic um but apparently there have just been dozens and dozens and dozens of reports about the exploitative working conditions at, uh, at Nintendo. Um, it came out today that there was like a bunch of sexual harassment um, accusations. So like, again, 
corporations are bad, all of them. Like just because you haven't, just because they make a cute little Mario character that makes you pine for your childhood, um, does not mean they're great. Does not mean it's it's just it sucks. It really, really, really and if sucks. you're in our Discord, you can hear uh, about Bob Hoskins playing um, <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Mario. Uh, I don't know. It's not. It's not great. So Nintendo. Con- like just continuing the tradition of giant video game companies in the most negative way possible. Uh, all right, so we're we're now to the old news part. So if you've if you've already heard this news, because this news is not like fresh and hip like most of our news. Um, this this news is like like you know it's it's been around for a while. But like I said, sh- crappy news week, crappy podcast last week. I'm sorry if you already know it. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Uh, Logitech. Uh, famously makers of, I don't know, like office keyboards and like the, 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 the mouse and keyboard you might expect if, if like your IT guy at work really likes you enough to like upgrade you from the crappy one your computer came with, um, until they kind of got into, to PC game making keyboards, but their stuff's still kind of like. I mean, it's definitely not the same as buying something from Razer or Corsair or anything like that. Like, their stuff's fine, but um, I don't think that's quite that cachet. Is coming together with Tencent, um, the Chinese company that's most famous for owning, I don't know, 15% of every video game developer you like except for the ones that they own outright, like Riot, um, and just like behind like i think two weeks ago i think if, if if our podcast had gone live they actually tried to buy ubisoft um or at least a big chunk of ubisoft i don't know what happened there um i did not keep up with that but like they're just a they're an interesting company um and i think as like big chinese media company goes you 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 hear about like tiktok a lot and you don't hear about tencent coming in and just like buying up a massive chunk of the american video game yeah. industry so there, who's the other one too? It's Embracer Group. Is that the other mm-hmm. one that does that? Yeah, they're based out of Sweet China, isn't it? No, Embracer Groups. I think. Oh uh, no, Ten Cents China. Yeah. Embracer's yeah, Swedish, Sweden. some like Norwegian, Scandinavian. Maybe that's where Dylan's going. I don't know. Oh yeah, right. Uh, they bought Dylan. They bought Dylan just wholesale. They're like, we want a third of Bite Me Podcast. I'm like, well. Shit. No, they're like you come. You come to like some Scandinavian country. I'm like right here. Yeah, yo, yo. <laughs> right, right. You don't know how much time I spend researching. Like, can I move to Scandinavia if my grandparents lived there? And they're like, yes. I'm like, what if my great grandparents lived there? They're like, no. I'm like, what if I lied about it? <laughs> um, can you look into that <laughs> with any authority? <laughs> Apparently, you can move to Ireland if your great grandparents lived there. And so I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying. I'm not into genealogy because I like genealogy call. I'm just trying to find a way to get to another country, like preferably one inside like the European Union, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Logitech and Tencent, let's get back to video games. Uh, they're building a, a like a, a Steam Deck-esque handheld, but that will only be able to stream games. There's no like installing a game and playing it. It will literally be for playing things like xCloud and... Uh, NVIDIA GeForce Now and um, Amazon's Luna. So 
you won't be able to actually install anything. You'll just be able to, to stream it to this new handheld, which I, I, it had a name. Oh, yeah, the name is so bad. The Logitech G Gaming Handheld. I'm hoping that's just like a like a placeholder name. Like I'm hoping they come up with something better than that. But also that would really track for something made by Logitech. So <laughs> uh, we talked a little bit about pricing on this. Um, you know, so... I think the cheapest Steam Deck is like $300, I want to say, like right in that area, maybe $350. Um, and it can do all these things too because you can stream games to it as well. So like to me, this has to probably hit like a $200 price point. Is that what we decided on, Cole? I think so. I, Two, bet, you, I bet you it's going to be at least $250. I don't know. It's a really... It's an interesting concept, and I'm, I'm a big fan of streaming games, and I'm a fan of, of handhelds that do things in interesting ways, but I'm not sure if I'm a fan of the Logitech G gaming handheld. But like maybe it'll be cool. And theoretically out this year, which is crazy for something getting announced essentially in the like first week of August. So <laughs> guess we'll see. Get it for Christmas. Right? I don't know. Seems... Seems like a lot. Really, really, really what I want is just a Switch that can do this. Like, there's no reason the Switch couldn't do this. You'd think that they could make the Switch do this with software. Um, like, can you imagine what a coup that would be if Nintendo was just like, hey, we just released an update. In addition- <laughs> Nintendo will do it in 12 years. Plus. Right? It's Nintendo. But, I mean, there's, I, I mean, as far as I know, there's literally no reason they can't. You can already stream games to it. Like, I don't think it's necessarily the greatest experience, but there's no reason that they couldn't just say, hey, we're adding Luna and, you know, NVIDIA and Stadia. You probably couldn't add xCloud, but also maybe they could because Microsoft seems down for that kind of stuff. So I don't know. It's an interesting idea, but nah, it'll never happen. All right, Netflix. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. 250 million subscribers. 1.7 million. No, sorry. 221 million subscribers. 1.7 million are regularly playing games on Netflix. So if you'll recall, Netflix has games um, like 35 of them. Is that is that right? Um, I don't know. But at least three of those are Stranger Things games. Um, and one is a really terrible looking basketball game, as I recall. Um, yeah. But I guess this is like a, a reminder that if you have Netflix, you have access to like 34 mobile games without ads. You might want to go try, maybe. You like the you like the Stranger Things game, the kind of 8-bit I, one? Yeah. I love the... I don't think it's available any longer. Oh, well, that's dumb or maybe they it's it's it might still be on the phone but it was just pulled from all the other storefronts. yeah that's exactly what it did is it it became a only netflix game um like the downside of this is they're incredibly hard to find so like the easiest way to do this is to go to the app store and find the netflix app and then it'll say it's made by Netflix, and you should be able to click on that, and it'll show you all the other things made by Netflix, which will include those other 34 games. Why they don't have some sort of launcher or something, I absolutely do not understand. But maybe that's why I'm not, I was going to say not in marketing, but I, I actually do a lot of marketing. So I don't know. It, have you considered being better at marketing? What if I your don't... clients had to really work for it? <laughs> I, 
don't, it's so weird. Uh, 24 games. I guess I was going a little crazy when I said 35. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, do you think like how, like how long do you think Netflix will have a gaming arm call? Let's, let's put it this way. Will the Netflix gaming arm last longer or less long than Google Stadia? So I think the better question is, is what will happen first? Will the Netflix game disappear or will they actually do something about password sharing? Well, technically, they're already doing been, something they've about They've been password. threatening. Oh, no, they're not. Not in this country, but they're doing tests in two or three other countries. Like, if you're in Colombia right now, you're not sharing passwords with with your friends. Screwed. Yeah. So. Is is that why the, the FARC got kicked off of my Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. A, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a deep joke call. I don't know if it's the FARC. I think it's just FARC. FARC, but, yeah, it's know. fine. But yeah, yeah, that's exactly why you can't share with them any longer. Or they can't share with you. I'm not sure which way that was going. It's also why I'm on many international lists for funding <laughs> FARC. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I will have to see. I All I want is for the Oxenfree 2 game to get released before Netflix decides that they no longer are making video games. That's all I want. I don't want to play it on my phone, though. Like, I really, really, really don't want to play it on my phone. So, <sighs> oh, well. Uh, Xbox Series S is getting a small performance boost. Uh, they recently released a new Xbox software developer kit, um, which gives developers access to more memory. Um, I don't know how. Like, I don't know if they just, like, like created memory out of thin air somehow, or they're just using less of it. Um, it's not it's not a lot, but it's a little bit. So if you have a uh, Series S, you'll have access to a little bit more stuff going forward. So, yay! You don't you don't have one, do you? You have a one S. Yeah, we're talking about. I was reading about Fark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last. Last thing, um, so we, unfortunately, we already we already talked about this last week. Um, you might be familiar with the publisher of Saints Row. Their name is spelled K O C H. Um, commonly, I always pronounced it Koch Media. Um, you thought it was Coke. Coke Media. Apparently, it is actually pronounced Cough, as in Cough Cough, which is super weird. I never would have guessed that. Um, but also, like a lot of people have said cock. Um, and not wanting to be known, I guess. I have a lot, too. I mean, not about them. Just Yeah, no. General. People tell Colby he's a cock all the time. It's, it's very true. And, and you, know, you know, it happens. Um, anyway, they uh, wanting to distance themselves from a name that no one could pronounce. I thought that maybe they were trying to distance themselves from the Koch brothers. Um, or brother, I guess one of them's dead. Take that. Yeah, <laughs> he's in hell now. Um, they, they changed their name to P-L-A-I-O-N. And last week I asked Colby how to pronounce that. And the logical way would be like Playeon, right? No, they, yeah. they changed their name from Cough Media, which no one could pronounce, to Playon but didn't spell it anything like play on. So again, I don't know who they're paying to do their marketing or branding, but they should have paid more for it or paid someone different. I I don't know. I just don't know. But 
whatever. Hopefully, hopefully the new Saint Row is good. We'll see. Uh, all right, Cole. It is time for questions. Are you ready to answer mostly the same questions you answered last week? Sure. All right. Uh, turn down. Hey, oh, no, Vinny. Vinny. I should no Vinny. Should have should have trapped Vinny and made him give us a, uh, uh, a thing. Hey, I, I where are the questions? Who 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 asked? The turn first down one? for what? Do, turn down. Do you know that song? I do. Do you want to sing it? Um, not really. Okay. Uh, his question is: Is Where, where's turned down from what from? Uh, Louisiana. Mm, so I got to do a Cajun accent. I um, maybe. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think we should ref- like offend our southern brothers any more than I have already today talking about the Civil War. Uh, War of Northern Aggression. Yes. Clip. Yes. What are some unwritten rules? Carpet bagger. <laughs> Of video games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so not not the rich who who updates our website, but we have another friend down here named Rich, and he is a Florida native, and he just refers to the other Rich and I as Northerners. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm from Utah. He's like, you should call them Yankees. <laughs> Sometimes he does refer to us as Yankees as well. Uh, I'm like, I'm I'm really more of like a Westerner, but I guess I guess Utah is further north than <laughs> Florida. So, uh, do you go Florida? That's America's wing. They prefer the Sunshine State. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> what are some? I don't remember answering this question last time. Uh, I we and I think uh, I think we just kind of like went off on something else and didn't answer. It's possibilities. It yeah. Um, I, we decide. I think we we first of all the the first unwritten rule of video games is that the person you are escorting will always walk half the speed as your character. Um, I think I was confused if these were unwritten rules like that you know always happen in games or like. I don't know if you're the last two people in Counter Strike, you have to knife fight, or you know, one of those. BS Is that kind true? Of things. No, I had people try and do it, and you know, it doesn't win against a, a an AWP, a knife that you're running it, at. It me was, with, it was, I don't care. It was very much like the Indiana Jones scene. And- uh huh. <laughs> like, I'm trying to win, not getting a knife fight, my dude. <laughs> it's like how in movies you brought a knife. To a big gunfight. <laughs> it's how in movies, like, you know, a group of 30 people will beating up one guy and they all take turns. <laughs> You're like, this, turns. Is, this is how it works, man. Just, like, kick that dude. There's one guy back like, guys, guys, there's more of us. <laughs> um, I think the second unwritten rule of uh, video games is that uh, there should never be any sort of dialogue before like if if you're fighting a boss and there is a save previous to the boss there should never be any amount of dialogue between the time that save reloads into the game and you start fighting the boss like fade it in give it a little pause but i don't i do not want to listen to that boss soliloquy more than once far cry three i think it was there was a part at the end where like there was like two paragraphs of dialogue and then you had to get in a helicopter and do something. And like the first time I did it, I wasn't really sure what I was supposed to do. So I failed it and had to go back and listen to it. And it was like kind of a hard thing to do. It was like way more difficult than like, I don't know what it was, but like I, I had to do it like four or five times and every single time had to listen to that same thing over and over. It's one of those things where 
you expect that these like that's not something that you know we're not complaining about that for the first time like that's that's pe- something people have no. complained about forever and so every once in a while it'll happen in a modern video game uh-huh. it happened in the in uh the medium the that horror game from Bluebird yeah. team and it was in this this part where there was quite like not necessarily difficult but kind of obtuse like you had to like run uh-huh. way and get this bad guy to go one way and then like jink back and like go through this door and he if you missed it by more than half a second he would grab you and so you not only had to like get the part where there was some dialogue but then you have to run to the door but then you'd also have to wait for the like animation of him killing you to go through before the game would reload and I'm like no, I just do not want this. Um, I think I think it's an unwritten rule that every ice level and under every underwater level is going to suck to some degree. <laughs> is that is that an unwritten rule? What about like Subnautica? That's pretty much all underwater. That game did kind of rule, didn't it? Yeah, it was awesome. So I guess there is an exception to every rule. If it's all almost all underwater, it's okay. it's okay. They're announcing their new game at Gamescom this week. I think it's not going to be like a Subnautica it's game. Not, though, yeah, but maybe it'll still be great. I mean, it might be, but like, I don't know. Even like, uh, what what are those like mining games? The there's like three of them, and then like a card game. Oh, steampunk. Steampunk. Steam, yeah. Steam World. Steampunk. Steam. Steam World. There we go. Yeah. Like even those games. Like I like the third one, but like, wouldn't it have been really cool to get like a Steam World Dig Three? Yeah. Games, like super. <laughs> I liked all of the Steam World games. Um, like I've played all of them except the like magical RPG card yeah. game one. Um, yeah. and I want to play that one. I just haven't done it yet. Um, but then their new game came out and it was, it was fine. Um, I think you played it too, didn't you? The, the, the blob, the, the gunk. The gunk. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really liked it. Yeah. And it was, it was fine. Um, it, uh-huh. and it was enjoyable. Like I liked it, but man, I would have rather had Steam World Dig 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, did you play that? I can't remember if you played that or not. I did. Yeah. I beat it before yeah, you did. Yeah, good game. I was, like, absolutely. I was the one who told you to yeah, play it. Absolutely enjoyable. Really liked it. Fun story. Like, good gameplay. But, like. Steam World Dig would 3 would have been pretty cool. <laughs> really would have liked Steam World Dig 3. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about the new Subnautica thing is that, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm sure it'll be fine, whatever it is, but, like. You give me a third Subnautica and I'm going to be way happier. <laughs> I think that that's actually the the worst part about humans is like mm-hmm. on one hand, like we're always complaining like, oh, everything's sequels and like sequelitis and every new movie's a Marvel movie and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but I mean, I'll be there when that new Marvel movie yeah. comes out. <laughs> I will totally play Far Cry 9. I will absolutely <laughs> <laughs> like... I I don't know what the solution to that is, but eh, it is what it is. Uh, next question. Rich wants to know, you had mentioned on a previous podcast about Backbone, the like uh, 8-bit, you're a raccoon in a post... Raccoon detective. You're a raccoon detective in like a, not post-apocalyptic, but like dystopian Vancouver, interestingly enough. Um, and I said that it was gorgeous for an 8-bit game. And he said, do you think there are certain games that have wasted their visual beauty? Like a game that is absolutely fantastically attractive, but not a very good game. Um, 
And I believe we thought of games like that last week, but nothing is particularly coming to mind this uh, week. See, and I, th- I thought we decided that there weren't a lot of those, but there were a lot of really pretty, or like a really... I, I can't remember what we pivoted to. It was like really pretty games that you didn't expect. Yeah, no, that that was right. Yeah, something. yeah, games that are that are way way better looking than they have any right to be. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, all I'm going to be saying is that I am playing uh, House Flipper and I think 4K. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, do you want like the pretty graphics or the like you know the the 4K like, boost yeah. things? And I'm like. We'll go 4K. Why not? Yeah, yeah absolutely makes sense. Um, yeah, no, that was right because we talked about like the vanishing of Ethan Carter being a like shockingly gorgeous game for like kind of a weird indie walking simulator. Um, I've never played that game, so I don't think we talked. About we, it. we we did because remember I called it the vanishing of. Did we talk about Edith Finch? That's what I called it, the vanishing of Edith Finch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and both of those games, I think, are actually kind of fall into that niche because um, the vanishing of Ethan Carter is beautiful. Like, it's all, like, based on actual photography that they, like, wrap around, um, like, yeah. wire form, like, meshes. Um, and then uh, Edith Finch is, um, like, just shockingly detailed. Like, inside their house is just, like, you can see everything um i i know i mentioned uh the mummy returns is a game that is way better than it deserves to be the mummy returns the mummy de- or not the, the mummy, mummy returns the mummy yeah, demastered yeah thing. Um, i actually read an article or no i actually watched a video the other day of a guy who uh read all of the books in skyrim um and like did like a little bit of a report on them um, and like that game had like hundreds of books you're like who 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 wrote all that crap you know like some poor writer right um so i I think that's kind of interesting but yeah i don't know if i've I've played a game that was like really pretty and terrible um i've played plenty of games that were either very good and did not look great or um you know looked kind of average and had like a really good story i mean like i would say um like not that like stories untold was an unattractive game but there wasn't anything like crazy about the graphics being good in that game it was it was way more about the gameplay yeah but the the gameplay and story were terrific um yeah you know so I, i i think the more like weird indie games I play, the less and less I care about graphics too. Like I, I love when a great game looks great, um, but I, these days I almost care like more when a game looks interesting or unique or like is like um oh what's the uh, what's that game where you're a guitar player um, and like uh, your uncle it was a folk famous folk singer oh. Oh yes, yes. Last time, and I we got it last time, but I completely. Yeah, I, I do not remember what that game was. Um, but it was like it wasn't that the game, like, because the character in that game, like the animations, they looked like bad marionettes. Like the animation was actually kind of janky. Um, but the game itself was beautiful. Like the artful, yeah, escape. the artful escape. Um, like I took so many screenshots of that game because it was just like the backgrounds were stunning. Um, I think we talked about anything from, uh, whatchamacallit, Lotus games, uh, um, Spirit yeah, Fair. Thunder Lotus. Yeah. Like all of their games are, are all hand drawn, hand animated, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful games. So, 
you know, but, but also some of them are kind of weird. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I think that the more you play wacky, like just go, just every time game pass goes up, comes out, just go play all six of the games that came out. You'll probably find one you like, and it's going to be interesting looking and, and fun. So that's, that's, that's what I recommend. Uh, Alan S says, uh, your favorite new movie from this year. Colby and I spent a lot of time thinking about if we'd actually seen a new movie this year. I think I saw whatever the newest Spider-Man is. Um, and I, the only movie that I could think of that I'd seen this year was the, um, oh, Chippendale. And I also had seen Chippendale. Um, I've also, like, I saw, well, that's what we decided then, that none of the new movies I thought I'd seen had actually been new movies. So I keep talking about watching the, the new Harry Potter movie. I have not done it yet. I keep talking about watching, uh, Oh, there's some other new movie that just came. I'll probably watch the new to- uh, Buzz Lightyear. I think it just came out, so I'll probably watch that when I get a second. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, movies are hard. Movies are. I just don't have the time for them, unfortunately. So, uh, second question. Rich says, and uh, at what age do you feel buttercream icing becomes intolerably sweet? Um, and I think we decided. Brooks looking at me like Rich is crazy, and she's not wrong. Um, we decided that must be sometime between, I'm going to be 45 in like, uh, I don't know, three months. And Rich just turned 50 like three months ago. So it must happen sometime between like late 44 and 50. Is that like the worst day of your whole life? I've got to assume that the day that buttercream frosting is just like too sweet is. That's that's your American That's <laughs> That's going to be when I step into the like Futurama suicide booth and just go like, I don't know what. Pie, like cake doesn't taste good anymore. I'm done. So yeah, I I can't imagine. I, I don't know if I've the only frosting I've ever had that I like. Every once in a while, you get one of those like it's just like a mixture of like sugar and Crisco. Like it's not good, but like good butter, good still eat yeah, it. still eat it. And good buttercream frosting is. Do you know how many bad cupcakes I have to eat before I'll stop? We went to the so we were at Disneyland for its fifth. Oh. So I will give my my story. All right, please. So you know the donuts, and I probably told this already with the the sugar on them. You know, like they're the just the normal. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a glazed donut that has sugar the, on it. Yeah. Well, it's not glazed. It's yeah, dipping in sugar. sugar. Yeah. I ate one of those, and I'm like, this is salty, <laughs> and I ate it, and I'm like, this is. Or no, I'm sorry. First of all, it was an apple fritter because I had them both in the same thing, and I'm like, this apple fritter is like kind of salty. And uh, but I'm like, what's that kind of like good like salty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like mixture. that. Like it's it's a little too salty, but whatever. Yeah. And so I finished the apple fritter, and then I bit into the thing. I'm like, oh, this is really salty. And then I had another bite. I'm like, yeah, this is real salty. I think they put sugar or salt on this instead of sugar. Then I took a third bite, and I went. This might be a little too salty, but I didn't stop after the first bite. <laughs> and I ate another donut that had gotten salt all over yeah, it. I think it's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It, what you're saying is you're not picky. You're yeah. No. When we went to Disneyland for the 50th anniversary, um, like if you held still long enough, they, they handed you a cupcake and they were cheap cupcakes with very much that like a pile of crappy frosting on top. And I think I probably ate like six before I was like, you know, maybe I've just had, maybe I just have had enough cupcakes, you know? Um, 
Like maybe that's that's enough. But it it took a long while to get there. Did you then have a seventh? Of course I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Rich, in his defense, says that he 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 will still eat a uh, you know the the two sweet buttercream frosting, but he cuts it with black coffee to balance it out, and that just. Brooke's looking at me like she, he's crazy again, and I can't disagree. Like, have you ever had creamer? Creamer's so good, and it comes in flavors. Like, I don't know. Just try it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Monotone Screaming says, do you think games should get sequels to expand their story? I, this is actually very uh, a very good question, kind of based on what we were saying earlier. Do you think games should get sequels to expand their story, or should some stay as standalone games? Are there games that, that should just end? Um, or like, you know, can you sequel anything or do we sequel too much? Um, so I'll talk about, uh, uh, Subnautica again. Yeah. So Subnautica 2 doesn't really have much to do with the first Subnautica. Um, it is referenced. It is set on the same planet even. Um, but it's not like a continuation of the story. And sometimes I really like that like uh or or red dead 2 and the first yeah. red dead same like our our continuation yeah. um same place you know kind of thing but sometimes i just really like i'm like oh i like that character i'd like to play more yeah. of that character um i'm like if if a sequel is good like i i'm not one of those people who's like i think a sequel is never necessary um like if a sequel's good go for yeah. it um, and you're never going to know that unless you go for it. So I'm a like, I'm the same way about video games that I am about reading books. Is like, if I look at a series of books, they're like there's 17 of them. Like, perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's just read this book until forever. Um, like to the point of where I often will go like, well, there's only one of those. Hmm. Don't know if I want to actually do that. Um, I. I think that what, like, I'm not a fan of the Final Fantasy games, really, at all, um, with some very minor exceptions, but I love the concept. Just one exception, really. Yeah, Final Fantasy 15 was, I don't know if it was good, but it was really interesting. Like, it, it felt like some <laughs> sort of, like, I feel like Final Fantasy 15 deserves, like, some sort of, like, college class where we just, like, sit around and discuss how that shit insane so much of that game was um like so much of it just didn't make any sense contextually within the game and i want to like sit down and study that stuff so um but yeah most mostly just the one but i love the idea that all of that takes place inside kind of the same area um i like the well they're they're all different places, but it's always the last. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it's interesting that they're all kind of connected. It's interesting that, yeah. like, all the... F- Mostly through Sid. Yeah. It's interesting that all the Fallout games are connected in that they all take connected. place in the Fallout yeah. universe. It's interesting that all of the Skyrim games take place in the Skyrim universe. And even though they call them Fallout three, four, whatever. Those games aren't yeah. sequels. They're just, they take place in the same world. And I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that. Um, it's actually kind of more interesting to me, like the fall, fall, the Far Cry games are numbered, 
but there's really no connection to them all except for except for the CIA guy and yeah, Herc. like Herc is in all of them, including the prehistoric one. Um, <laughs> He's so good, the prehistoric one. I mean, so essentially, the Far Cry games are just uh, like procedural cop shows with um, Munch. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. they all take place in a shared universe, but only one person inhibits that universe essentially. So, you know, I, like I'm never. I understand why companies make sequels. It's because it's way easier to make a sequel. It's way less risky to make a sequel than to bring out original IP. Um, if big video game studios just want to make sequels all the time, that's fine because indie studios exist that don't always make sequels. So like I can get my, my big blockbuster sequels and I can get my weird indie games and everything's fine. So I don't know. I'm not going to tell anyone what to do. It's not my money. It's I guess I don't, I'm not, I'm not paying to make video games. Am I? I mean, kind of indirectly. I don't know. I mean, I, I've funded a, you know, a couple of them, but never to the point where I'm like, here's what I think. guys. They're like, you paid $20, sir. There, there, there was one tier below you and it was that like $1, like, Hey, have a good day tier. You bought someone a coffee. Yeah. Like you paid the smallest amount to get the actual game. Well, yeah, but you should listen to me. I got, I got ideas. (laughs) You got ideas. I have a podcast. Did you have a podcast? Uh, all right. Cheap free games. Uh, Epic games this week is a game called, it's the rumble verse boomer boxer content pack. Do I get a punch? Oh, sorry. Boom boxer. It would be better if it was the boomer boxer. Yeah, that would be more fun. (laughs) Um, this bundle includes the exclusive boom boxer set an exclusive title card background and border. And why does nobody want to (laughs) work? And 120. All you kids with your Starbucks and avocado toast. And a hundred and twenty minute gameplay fame booster. Oh, <laughs> uh, so they can say it, but I can't. <laughs> Wins White History Month. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brooke joined a Facebook group that is just like Gen Z people taking like Facebook posts making fun of them. <laughs> like they, they have you seen this minion? <laughs> they make fake boomer posts and they're hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Xbox Game Pass. Uh, a game called Coffee Talk is available today on Clown Console and PC. Has it been available before? I don't know. I think I would remember. I, this game is described as a coffee brewing and heart-to-heart talking simulator about listening to the stories of alternative Seattle inhabitants. Yeah, I swear that this was out, but maybe I'm... I don't know. <laughs> I, I swear that it was on before, but I might be thinking of something else. I, from a dramatic love story between an elf and a succubus to an alien trying to understand the lives of humans, help everyone you meet by serving up a warm drink or two. And I can't decide if this game sounds great or just absolutely stupid. I'm I'm like... God, I'll probably play it. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, though. I need to know. I need to know if this game is weird or not. Uh, August 23rd, we've got Midnight Fight Express. A former member of the criminal underworld is lured back into, quote, unquote, the life by a mysterious drone claiming they only have until sunrise to prevent a citywide criminal takeover. It seems really unlikely, but I guess maybe um, it can happen. Uh, That's Cloud Console and PC. Exapunks is coming to PC August 26th. The year is 1997. I remember 1997. I got married in 1997. It's pretty exciting. 
20, my, I'm gonna be. I've been married for 25 years in like 20 days, Cole. I'll have been married for like eight in a month. That's and pretty half, exciting. So Eight's good. Two months. So you made it past know. the seven-year itch, maybe. I guess we'll see. Yeah, you got <laughs> you got another six weeks. <laughs> um, you used to be a hack. Then I got to watch that movie. I right? think so. Yeah, and then know. you've got to watch some Marilyn Monroe. Um, you used to be a hacker, but now you have the phage. You made a deal: one hack, one dose. There's nothing left to lose except your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just take some like antibiotics for that? Or? Exapunks is the latest open-ended puzzle game from Zachtronics. Oh, it's from Zachtronics, the creative Opus Magnum. Um, this is actually the the last game they're making too. So this is this is the final game from Zachtronics. So wasn't it, was it him that had some issues? issues? Yes, it absolutely was okay. him that had some issues. I do not remember what those issues were, but. <laughs> Have you uh, seen anything with uh, Domina? No. Well, apparently the, the creator of that, which is a Steam game that's supposed to be really good, um, he went a little hmm. cuckoo bananas. Well, it happens. Started putting, like, anti-face mask things in, like, the, uh, like, um, Oh, yeah, I, we talked about that, that, like, maybe a we? month ago? Yeah. I don't pay attention. Yeah, but no, Zektronics, I, I, I don't remember what his his controversy was but i don't i don't it's it's not in his wikipedia so yeah i mean yeah i it, you know it, it happens i guess uh i could spell it i could search no it, his but... last game was called this must not be his last game because his last game was called uh last call bbs it came out like two months ago <gasps> oh no i think the i think we were thinking that this was the dude who did um Oh, what's the one I really liked um, about the message board? Oh, uh, that's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it sounds familiar because we looked him up because I'm like, is this the guy that yeah. did space? Yeah, I don't remember what it's Shit. called. Good game though. Um, anyway, Exapunks, play it, I guess. Uh, Opus Echo of Star Song Full Bloom Edition. It's coming to console on PC August 25th. Uh, it is the definitive edition of the critically acclaimed visual novel style adventure game. Now with all new voice acting, dive in and enjoy an intergalactic journey that transcends time through love. Mm. Yeah, sure. Uh, Commandos Hypnospace Outlaw. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. There, there you go. Commandos 3 HD Remaster. Cloud console on PC August 30th. Uh, this is the remaster that sends you to the relentless and unforgiving battlefields of Europe. Remastered in high definition, including reworked 3D models and textures, improved controls, and refined UI. Uh, Immortality comes to Cloud Console and PC. Nope, sorry, Cloud. Yes, Cloud Console and PC, August 30th. Uh, Marissa Marcel would have been a star. She made three movies, but none of them was ever released. And then Marissa Marcel disappeared, explored lost footage, cut your own path into the mystery, and discover what happened to Mar Marissa Marcel in the newest interactive game from San Barlow, the creative Her Story. And I've never actually played Her Story, but I played his other one. And they're really interesting, but I'm not sure they're for me. Um, they're a little, like, hey, just go in here and figure out how this all works. And it it didn't, and I was confused. So, uh, But that comes out the 30th. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising is coming out August 30th as well. Cloud comes on PC. And that game is real good. It's a Ubisoft. It's a very Ubisoft, Ubisoft game. It's absolutely like, you know, 
climb tall towers and and find things, but it's all set um, in Greek mythology. And so like, you're actually like hanging out with Greek gods. Um, it's really good. It's, uh, it's actually the, the last like triple A game I bought that I actually really, really enjoyed. Um, so check it. Have you played that call? I can't remember if you play that or not. No, I need you should to. play it. It's, it's really good. I, it's, it's a little long, like it could have been shorter. Absolutely could have been shorter. Yeah. Um, but like, if you just kind of mainline the quests, real good, real fun, um, good voice acting, kind of funny. I really like the, the like, uh, design of it. It was originally going to be kind of like, it was originally called gods and monsters and it was supposed to be kind of a breath of the wild like, and it ended up not being that. Um, but I, I really like what it did become. So check that out. Um, and then tiny kin comes out on console PC, August 30th, um, Milo arrives on Earth to find that he's way too small, everyone's gone, and a day hasn't passed since 1991. Team up with the mysterious Tinykin and use their unique powers to create ladders, bridges, explosions, and a lot more. Find a way home through a sprawling ant-sized metropolis and unravel Earth's biggest mystery. That could be good. Uh, check that out. Um, like I said, there's a bunch of games leaving Game Pass on August 31st. Um, Elite Dangerous is leaving. Uh, Hades is leaving, Mist is leaving, NBA 2K22 is leaving, although I think that's being replaced by 2K23. Um, Signs of the Sojourner is leaving, Spiritfarer is leaving, and Spiritfarer is real Ooh. good. Um, 12 Minutes is leaving, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, Two Point Hospital is leaving, um, What Remains of Eva Finch is leaving, that game's dope, try Ooh. that. Um, and World War Z is leaving, which is also really Ooh. good. So, I mean, like, of those... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. I would say six or seven of those are absolutely worth playing. Um, so if you, if you have Game Pass and have not played those, I don't know, pick one or two of them and do it. Um, PlayStation Plus, um, I think right about-ish now, is getting new games. Like I said, I don't exactly understand why, but I guess that's how it works now. Um, they're getting Bug Snacks, which I... I would have thought was already on Woo. there. Bug Snacks is good. I actually need such a great I need game. to finish it. I, I like kind of fell off of it and I didn't. So I need to get back and do that. Uh, Dead by Daylight, Ghost Recon Wildlands, um, Yakuza Zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami Two are all coming. Metro Exodus, Monopoly Madness, and Monopoly Plus. If you can't get enough of Monopoly in your life, I guess. Um, Trials of Mana and Uno are coming uh, to to PlayStation Plus. So kind of kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, Humble Bundle. We got a couple of good names for 30, 30 bucks. You can get um, the Resident Evil Decades of Horror Bundle. So that'll come with uh, RE three, RE two, uh, Resident Evil Biohazard, RE four. Uh, 50% off of uh, Resident Evil Village, um, RE6, Resident Evil 5 Gold Edition, uh, Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil Revelations 2 Deluxe Edition, uh, the original Resident Evil, and then Resident Evil Revelations. So I guess if you like spooky games and you haven't already played um, all of those, that is a pretty good bundle for $30. Uh, For... Let's see. 15? Yeah, for 15 bucks, you can get the Tactical Combat Bundle. Uh, that comes with Call to Arms Gates of Hell Ostfront, 
uh, Sniper Elite 4 Deluxe Digital Edition, uh, Sniper Elite 4 Season Pass, uh, Intruder, Brigador Up Armored Edition, Call to Arms Basic Edition, Perfect Heist, Sniper Elite Version 2 Remastered, and WW World War One Verdun. Um, I, I only know about the Sniper Elite games in that series, but I've... Like, I, I don't know. I played Sniper Elite 5, and it was not for me. But um, folks really seem to like them, so can't say... You, you've played the Sniper Elite games. You like them, don't you, Cole? I yeah. have. Like yeah. I said, not my thing, but uh, everyone else I know loves them, so... For 15 bucks to get a handful of the new ones is not a bad deal. Uh, anything else you want to chat about, Cole, before we call today a day? Did you start recording? Yeah, so like it, literally last time, this is where we started recording. Um, and then after the fact, I like hit up the folks who we use. A, <laughs> you should have just released it. <laughs> we use a, a company called Squadcast. I wrote, I'm like, hey, do you save all the other stuff you do they're like you have to start recording to to get a recording i'm like well yeah we did for like 90 seconds they're like no sir i'm like oh all right. <laughs> anyway we're bite me podcast you can find out more about us at bite or on social media at facebook twitter or instagram.com slash bite me podcast you can join our discord at bite me podcast.com slash discord you can join our extra life team or donate to our extra life team at bite me podcast.com slash extra life or you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast uh like we said earlier it's josh's birthday if you want to make Josh's Woo. birthday better, go to bitemepodcast.com slash survey. Take his uh, survey. He, he needs this to graduate, people. Like, don't don't be the person that stands between Josh and getting a doctorate. That's what I'm saying, y'all. Uh, and I think that's it. Cole, do you want to help 